Listening to Creeping Wave Radio, a documentation of our decidedly creepy escapades here on UMind once the mics go off. What do I do? Oh God, uh, what, what do I do? Well, I'm not God, but maybe I can help. Who's that? Margot? Is that you? No, my name is Leah. Leah? Are you one of, uh, one of the fallen angels? No, I never fell, but I am a demon, if that's what you mean. You can just say it. It's not something to be ashamed of. A... demon. <laughs> Margo warned me that you were a little neurotic. No, I'm not. She said that? Why would she say that? Because we're sisters. We tell each other everything, especially when it involves a new house guest. Well, don't get too attached. Why not? Old Scratch, or your, your father, is sending me on a suicide mission into the Soviet vampire's lair with three newly old geezers and a vampire who I think I just killed. Oh, Uncle Anatole's fine. He's been through much worse, believe me. You should have seen my sweet 1600 birthday party. I wouldn't have thought you threw a lot of parties, you know, down here. Yeah, we've got about two millennia of bad press working against us. As for Anatole, he'll just sleep it off like he always does. If you say so. Come on, walk with me. I'll show you my garden. Sure. Beautiful, aren't they? What's that? The flowers, silly. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry. It's just... Where is that music coming from? (laughs) It's coming from the flowers. Oh, yeah. The flowers. Of course. Wait, what? Things are different here than they are in your world. Yeah, guess so. The flowers here aren't just pretty things. They have songs and stories to tell. I come here to listen to them, to talk to them. It's such a shame that they'll all wilt and fade away. Of course, that's what makes them all the more precious. I tend to fall in love with things like that. Things I know will inevitably wither and die. Sounds like a Tumblr post. So you were saying something about vampires? Yeah, Soviet vampires. Like Uncle Anatole? Right. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. You're so melodramatic. You made it sound like you were going up against something dangerous. Aren't they? Hardly. I find them sad, really. Why? They're a classic example of mortal hubris. Humans, who had a brief flirtation with immortals and desperately jealous, create the Serpan contraption in an attempt to live forever. In the end, they just wind up becoming pathetic ether junkies looking for the next fix. Nothing like the amaranthines they're mimicking. Amaranthine? Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend. Why? What does it mean? You don't remember hearing that word before? It's not really a common term where I come from. No, of course not. How to explain? Ah, here we are. You see this flower here? Sure. If I pick it like so... Wait, don't! And say, tuck it behind your ear. In time, its bloom will fade. Its petals fall away. And eventually, it will die. Well, 
Yeah. Like most humans do. Most? But this flower over here is an amaranth. I don't think I've ever seen one before. That's because they don't often grow in the mortal world. But sometimes, when the conditions are just right, one takes root. And if I pick it and tuck it right here, it will remain untouched by time, eternally beautiful, forever in bloom. So the vampires are trying to mimic these flowers? Not the flowers, but the people, the amaranthines, humans whose bloodlines have been manipulated to create eternal bodies for a race of beings that have none. Beings who humans sometimes encounter in their dreams. There was a guy on the podcast who talked about something like that once. That interdimensional boogeymen were trying to create a race of immortals and farm human energy or ether or whatever you call it. But he was crazy. Just a raving conspiracy theorist. Are you telling me he was right? Not entirely. They aren't creating immortal bodies to farm human ether. They're creating them as a prison. Your dimension is an oubliette for those among their race deemed too wicked to be tolerated by polite society. An oubliette? A place where people are sent to be forgotten. What did they do that was so terrible? Who could say? I think it's strange how humans envy immortality, watching all that you love languish and waste away. You never get used to that, demon or otherwise. The Amaranthines are blessed and cursed, and that once they're trapped in flesh, their memories slowly fade to nothing. Cursed, sure, but how is that a blessing? Memories are all that we have. Yes, and when they're lucky, those of their ilk find them and create new lives for them, planting new memories to fill their scoured minds. That isn't lucky. Having someone else decide who you'll be? Never being able to fully shake the feeling that all the people around you are just carrying on an elaborate act? It sounds like hell to me. No offense. I see. I hadn't thought of it that way. I'm sorry. I... I don't know what came over me. I'm... I'm talking nonsense. Can we forget I ever said anything? No, I'm sorry. I see I've touched a nerve. I'll show you back to your room. Leah? Yes? If I make it back after today, I'd like to see and uh, hear the rest of your garden. While, you know, it's still alive. <laughs> I'd like that very much. Yeah? Yeah. Follow me, I'll show you the way back. The flowers down this path have the most wonderful songs.
Yes, I'm sure you're all rearing to go. Well, not exactly, no. Look at me. I can't stop my hands from shaking. And I'm pretty sure Steve is incontinent. That smell isn't my doing, Justin. Just what are you implying? Oh, no. I better go see what this is all about. If you'll excuse me, I... Oh. Where did she go? Will you two stop your bickering for one blasted moment? Sorry, it's just one nap isn't here. Oh, uh, uh, hey guys. Speak of the devil. I really hate that turn of phrase. Dreadfully sorry, sir. Won't happen again. Ah, Napoleon. You're right on time. I was just about to present you proud warriors with your weapons. Of course I. What's that behind your ear, Napoleon? Oh, how did that get there? It's so weird. Who cares about some cruddy old flowers? Give us our weapons. Yeah, bring them all. I'm actually sort of a bit of a conscientious objector, you know, ever since I got shot. Are you ever going to let that go? No. I'm so glad to see you boys in fighting spirits. But let's save it for the vampires, hmm? Yes, yes, of course. What weapon do you have for me? Ah, Adam. You are now the proud owner of these two golden PP7s. Just like in GoldenEye. There you are. Twins! I'm so happy. Justin. To you, I give this mighty crossbow. Ah, it even has a little scope. She's a beaut, all right? Yes, and capable of firing 1,000 FPS. No idea what that is. Feet per second. That's ridiculously fast. Don't listen to the bad man, baby. You are not ridiculous. I mean, is this going to be necessary? How fast could those vampires move, exactly. You're just jealous my weapon is better than yours. And last but not least, there's Steve. I give you this gilded ram's horn, bathed in the hopeless tears of captive angels. Ah, wow. Do I blow into it and summon my army of demons? Sort of. You blow into it to call for help. Oh, I see. Fun. Ah, that'll be the shuttle. Hurry along now, no time to waste. Off you go, hobbling off in a blaze of glory. Not you, Nap. Oh, jeez. Be a good lad and wave goodbye. Smile while you do it. Yes. Goodbye, gentlemen. Fare thee well. How could you? What is it you presume I've done? You've sent those old men off to their deaths. Do you really think so? It doesn't matter what fancy weapons you shove into their grizzled old hands. They're no match for a clan of vampires and you know it. Do you really think that the Soviet vampires operate a shuttle service to and from their secret lair? Wait, if they're not, well, then where exactly are they going? Dwindling Palms. It's a retirement home for old actors out in Beverly Hills. 
Here's a box with their things. Be a deer and throw it in the dumpster out back. What the heck? Oh, gross. Graham's legs. Yes. I believe they mentioned they would be making a pair of lamps. Oh, jeez. Hey, wait. Oh, wow. Here's the button not Hitler's brain gave us. Oh? Yeah. You press it to summon the freaks in a time of need. How quaint. Well, take what you like. They won't be needing it where they're going. You don't think people are going to realize that Vincent Price, Boris Karloff, and Peter Lorre have all been dead for some time now? You have too much faith in humanity, my boy. All I have to do is update the Wikipedia pages. Between fidget spins, gulps of beer, and bong hits, whatever else modern humans have taken to in order to anesthetize themselves from consciousness, the majority of them won't be any the wiser. Those who take notice will make some long-winded rant about how the Bernstein Bears spell the last name, or glitches in the Matrix, and lucky you, you'll have a slew of new lunatics for your little podcast. So, I'm going to face these vampires alone? If you like, I really don't care what you do, though I'd prefer it not be my daughter's. Is that two notches in your belt you have now? Did you find my Leah to your liking? I get the idea I'm not exactly her type. No, you're a bit lively for her taste. Well, if you suddenly get the urge to be a hero and go save Cyrus from the vampires, you can borrow the car. I'd never make it out alive. No, it seems unlikely, doesn't it? Well then, if you'll excuse me, I have some Wikipedia pages to update. Ta-ta. <sighs> what are you doing here? Margot? you really shouldn't be here. Your dad's really pissed off at me. And so am I. I thought you were going to fight the Soviet vampires. Take a stand. Free Cyrus. Not by myself. No, not by yourself, because I'm coming with you. Honestly, how much help do you think those humans would have been anyway? Well... None. They would have pissed their pants, found a comfy spot to hide, and left you to fend for yourself. Sounds about right. Uh, can I get dressed at least? Ugh, fine. Yeah, that'll do. Thanks. Don't forget to grab your idiot box. My what? Your phone. The one we spent all that time weaponizing. Oh, right. Did Dad give you the keys? Yeah, right here. Toss them over. I want to drive. Can't you just poof us there? These vampires are no amateurs. They have enchantments cast all over that place to prevent something like that. Okay, that makes sense. Keys, now. Yes, ma'am. Follow me.
dad drives a Saab? Hell yeah, he drives a Saab. Nice. So, uh, everybody, I am here with the Heartbeat Trail. They are a local San Diego band, and they lent their music to uh, this episode of Creeping Wave Radio. And uh, do you guys all want to introduce yourselves? or? Okay, sure. Uh, hi, I'm Leah. I play the bass, and I sing. I'm Berkeley. I sing and play guitar. I'm Matt. I play the drums. And keyboards. And keyboards, sometimes. <laughs> I'm Edward. I play guitar. Okay, great. So describe the journey that eventually brought you to start performing and recording as a group. Yeah, I think Berkeley will tell that story best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Matt and I were in a previous band together called Nautical Disaster. And true to its name, it became a disaster and fell apart. And we decided we still wanted to play together. And so four of us from Nautical Disaster configured uh, that band was more kind of a rock and roll band. And we wanted to go just a completely different route, wipe the chalkboard clean. So we got more into kind of lengthier, kind of trippier, spacier, David Lynchian cowboy weirdness and kind of went out from there. We had two drummers at the beginning, which was super cool. And then uh, we went down to one drummer. And we were at a show and saw this awesome band called Uniform Victor. (laughs) And Leah was singing and playing bass with them. And Edward was playing guitar. And both Matt and I were like, we want her in the band. They're our new band friends. We are friends with Black Hondo pretty well. And then like, but you guys are even more fun. (laughs) So we, uh, yeah, we talked to Leah after the show. And she told us that she also... Uh, actually, she, actually, she also played bass in mittens. Yeah, and we thought that was pretty funny because it seems pretty hard to play bass in. No, mittens. okay. So what actually yeah. happened is, <laughs> Edward, gloves would be better. It's a little, it's a little bit different. So like Edward and I went and saw the Heartbeat Trail play at the Whistle Stop here in San Diego. And we were such huge fans of theirs. We were enchanted. Yeah, we were like Aww. in love. We thought they were so cool. And then. Uh, I was following them on Facebook and Berkeley put a post on Facebook that said, we're looking for a woman to join the band, a female singer, and uh, we won't, we don't want any wallflowers or whatever. And so I just was like, I want to be in your band. <laughs> and they're like, you, you, have, everybody. you have to play the keyboard or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I can play the keyboard. I can't. I can't play the keyboard, but I, <laughs> I pretended that I could just because I was like, I'll learn. I'll, I don't care. I want to play with them. So, yeah. Nice. And then Edward came along after a little while. Yeah. We, we lost uh, our bass player, moved up to Alaska. He was also in Nautical Disaster with us. So he, he's he bolted up to Alaska. But even before he took off, Edward was, uh, you know, like just such a loyal like friend and awesome guy to be around toady toady and looks like hey dude want to come shred some heavy leads with our band or what yeah well it's exactly how i said it yeah well edward had a a guest appearance on our album solon Mm -hmm. carcosa Mm -hmm. and just freaking ripped the guitar solo even though he was on death's doorstep at the time Mm -hmm. Uh, it was really sick but uh, he was, yeah, super sick, but just he came through like a trooper. And yeah, on the song uh, Falling, 
he's just an amazing guitar solo. And so after that, we were just like, you know what? We just want you in the band full time. <laughs> yep. So that's how it is for you. Yep. And now I play bass no instead of keyboards. Nice. And uh, yeah, when Damien left, you switched over to yeah. bass. And then now Edward and Berkeley share guitar duties. I still don't know how to play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow you pull off really good leads. Without that, that Very cool. You can fake it if you can do the chords. It's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> chords? It's all about the, it's all about the look and face. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about where we're at right now. Very mm-hmm. cool. All right. So um, you, you had mentioned kind of the, the Lynchian sort of space music sort of sound. Uh, what kind of music or musicians tend to inspire you, and why do you think that is? Um. Well, I, li- I mean, I listen to, you know, a lot of different kinds of music, but I know I'm definitely inspired by, like, old Pink Floyd, old Genesis, and, you know, anything that kind of investigates stuff sort of over on the edge of of what is sort of the normal... Normal music, yeah. Normal music. Um, so for me, it's it's that, and you know, when I mention the lynching aspect, a lot of the stuff that I write about anyway has to do, sort of, with dreams mm-hmm. and what is reality, what isn't reality, and um, just kind of questioning everyday life. Plus, Berkeley has a wicked tremolo tone for his guitar that takes you right into that mm-hmm. that little vortex of dreamland, you know, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, and I think we all sort of have different tastes but there's definitely an overlap that happens there like um i know i love kate bush edward showed me kate bush and i'm like super in love with her yeah um and edward edward likes pink floyd also i think there's just way too many yeah i mean we could could go on and on (laughs) we're we're not just uh musicians we're music fans so we're we're pretty voracious but early earlier days we were definitely tripping getting into the trippier, more Floydier, some synthesizer-y kind of, lots of delay stuff going on, and then we're sort of crept a little bit away from that, but uh, the the lineup is also switched around, so that's... I'd say, too, like, pop culture in general plays a huge part in maybe not necessarily the music, but also the music. Like, it it influences the content, but it also influences the sound. So, like, we've done cover songs from... Um, Twilight Zone or yeah. songs about Game of Thrones. You can pretty much track whatever it is I'm watching or reading at the, at the time yeah. by the songs that I'm writing. So, yeah, I kind of try and draw a little bit of everything in so that, you know, people sort of have a touchstone, yeah. but, you know, throw a little, little curveball in there. A little Lovecraft. Yeah, a little <laughs> Very Lovecraft. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. So... Uh, I guess then that would lead, sort of lead me into, um, are there people in your life who you say would it have inspired you to sort of pursue music or to sort of uh, change your sound, uh, change the direction that you were moving in, and uh, how so? Well, specifically, there's three people in my life, uh, Leah, Edward, and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah, so, that, yeah. yeah, I... I, I completely depend on them you know i come in with a very skeleton version of a song and then they go to go to work on it and make it wonderful and beautiful yeah that's 
That's how we always get our sound, right? Berkeley, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I hope I've told you guys that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just can't get enough hearing that, I feel you. I have to be like the football guy and like say like, my mom. Oh, I like, you know, yeah, for sure. Like, just because she's always been so, so supportive. She thinks it's so cool. She loves having awesome. music in the house. She doesn't support, she doesn't influence like how I play. I think it's more in general that she's so enthusiastic about it that I do play. That gives me, uh, you know, courage to like, be like, oh, it doesn't matter if I suck. My mom likes me. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say, my dad has been playing since he was four and he still gigs to this day and now he's in like the best band of his life and just i think not for any direct influence but just knowing like this dude can do it all his life and he still gigs and why can't i yeah it's like yeah hell yeah have that in your life you yeah know? definitely plus plus the my dad played on one of our albums didn't he yeah, yeah. he did yeah he played on a couple of songs right yeah That's a couple cool. of songs keyboard parts wow <laughs> that's awesome so <laughs> So what is your favorite song, uh, each one of you, uh, at this moment in time, right now, by oh. any artist other than yourself? Oh, jeez. Uh, I'll answer this one I for wish myself I while you guys this. think. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Only because I just, I like electronic music too a lot. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty into synthesizers from, from a long time ago from my dad and his keyboard stuff and his old moves and stuff. And that leads you into kind of electronic music and house music. And I was totally dying with, cause I like entertainment and it to be fun. The song Skibidi by big little, or is it little big, little big Russian <laughs> band, Russian techno band who makes their own oh. <laughs> everything. They make those videos and everything. They're like DIY, but they're so good. And it's hilarious. Very bizarre. It's bizarre, but I like bizarre stuff <laughs> more than anything else. That's my answer. That's Matt. Edward. Um, I don't know. I didn't prepare for it. So, uh, I really like this band, Ghost. I'm going to have to go with Ghost. I love Ghost. Yeah. They're really good. I love the theatrical love thing. Too. Their music's really good. And the new album, there's a song called Fate. It's like the second song. Yeah. It's amazing. It it tickles all my guitar, you know, fancies. I guessed wrong. I thought you were going to pick Darkness. <laughs> no, I like get with the times. Yeah. Yeah. Darkness is so funny. I do. I like. I like a lot of like hard rock and metal stuff. So. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. You, okay. Well, all right. I'm just picking something off the top of my head because I also didn't prepare. But I would have to say, uh, if you ask me what I want to listen to right now, it would be XTC and no, yeah. nice. Uh, nice. probably Mister. What, majors. Uh, yeah, I love that too. No, what's the one about uh, like like a sunflower? Dear, no. Yeah. Oh. Um, I I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to cover Dear God at some point though. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. that's. I mean, that song. Is, I love their entire catalog. I celebrate their entire oh, catalog. So <laughs> yeah, I like that. As well. I like that though. I love that. I love that. I like that by It's one of my favorite songs of all time, and so I've listened to it a million times. But that's how I know I can listen to it again. I'm ready. <laughs> and Berkeley. Uh, well, I don't. I don't, I don't want to sound like a retro fuddy duddy, but the song that I cannot get out of my head for like the last two or three weeks now is "Supper's Ready" by Genesis. It's just an amazing, amazing, amazing song. So I'm gonna offset that with Black Mountain's "Druggernaut." Oh, I can yeah. never listen to nice. that enough. Yes, just the way the the drums kick in on that, and just the <clears throat> the duality of the male-female vocals mm -hmm. on it. It's just, ugh, gets me goosebumps. Yeah, definitely. What about Mothers of the Sun? That's a great song. That is a great song. I mean, you can... And honestly, I'm, I'm more of an album person than a yeah. song person. That's so, true. Yeah. 
So of your own catalog or in any of the bands you've been in before, which is your favorite song that you have worked on? I'm going to harken back to the early days just because it was more experimental. Something off of Dusty Totems like uh, Astrophobe or DTs because that stuff just went pretty out there, but it also rocked ass hard, pretty badass. So I had a lot of fun because there was a lot of fun factor a part of, as part of that. Well, the album version of Astrophobe was a lot of fun because that was one you of those things that up where... You in the other room. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of... I like every album that we put out or EP or whatever. I like to kind of throw in a little curveball for the band. And I do some little alternate recordings without telling them about it. And with Astrophobe, it was just kind of this, you know, long drawn out, you know, weird song. And then I added this whole other section. It dropped out and added this whole section and then came back in again. Comes roaring back in. And so it worked out really cool. Yes, it did. And yeah. fortunately, you know, the, the band is cool enough to let me. They didn't kick you out. Mess around <laughs> with it. And that's, that's definitely a Berkeley like trick that's awesome. You know, like, hey, I'm going to do this now. A little secret, secret squirrel thing. Leah? Uh, I'd say it's kind of comp. It's that's like a really complex answer because I love them all. Um, but I think the one that's that I I like the best is in part because it's the most challenging for me, and that'd be um, La Llorona. Uh, yes, me and Berkeley wrote that song together, and that's also partly why I love it. It was really I feel like a, a great collaboration. Like I gave him a melody, he gave me a song and lyrics, and then I came up with the melody and uh it's a at the time when the song was written our old bass player wrote the bass line damien wrote the bass line and then when he left i had to learn it so i had to like learn a regular bass line but i'm already singing like this challenging part so doing them together at the same time has been work yeah it was like it was really really hard at the beginning and every like Every time we practice, I feel like I get a little better. It gets a little easier. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you totally got it. fuck yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah, now I feel like I got it. But it's still it's still not easy. It's a yeah. challenging song for me. And it lets me stretch. And I feel like I can sing with like a full voice. And it's really fun. I like yeah, that one. Yeah, before you were just singing it only and not playing the bass. Yeah, yeah. Other stuff. And so, you belt it out. But mm-hmm. now you got to do both. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a spooky, cool song. Like I just love the story, the, the whole thing. It, it's it's a good one. Still on our set list. Yeah. <laughs> I think before I was in the band, I I'm pretty sure they played Golden Moon at the show that I saw them at, and uh-huh. uh, that song's been haunting me ever since I saw them. And now we we play it, and I, I get to play like the cool lead part. And I, I just love it. I think it's a great, great. great it makes song. us all cry. It makes me cry. It's, it's a crowd favorite. Everyone, everyone always comes up to yeah. the show and says. What was that? That third song, or you know, it's it's always Golden Moon. Mm-hmm. Here's a tissue. It's a good song. Even though it totally rocks. And Berkeley. Oh, um, well, I've got short attention syndrome, so it's whatever we're working on now. <laughs> and actually, I'm really, really stoked that we're working on a song called "Will It to Be," which mm-hmm. is actually from a side project that Leah and I mm-hmm. had started called Peacock. Which is kind of oh, and Edward was in it. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't want the drums, but it's kind of be good. Oh, the con- concept, concept of the band is that it's this weird kind of cult band, and Leah was the leader of this cult, and yeah. it's all like it's pretty witchy. sex and Satan and Drugs all this kind of and, stuff, but yeah. done through like a like a folk music yeah. uh, filter. And it was cool for what it was, but that project kind of uh, stalled out a little bit. And we really like the songs. And we're like, well, 
how about if we try bringing him into the band into the harpy yeah. trail and see what happens and it's it, it was it was like magic i mean the song it's like better really yeah really good. right away it was like heck yeah yeah, yeah. i mean oh. just, i get high off of it it's mm-hmm. just it's so good yeah that's really cool. Is there possibly a inspiration from the original Wicker Man? Have you ever seen that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, yeah. Um, I've I've definitely thought about that before and thought about um, Nancy Sinatra mm-hmm. and um. I'm that poor girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You know Nancy Sinatra and that oh, guy the, Lee uh, Lee Hazelwood. Yeah, yeah. And they sing that song. Yeah, Deja is a name. Yeah, Deja. Anyway, um, that for sure uh, to me was like a, a definitely a part of it, and it's got all that same kind of vibe. Like if you watch the music video. Anyway, short answer: Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leah was this character that had escaped from this cult, and she and her her friend were going to record all these songs that the cult used to sing Mm -hmm. in an attempt to sort of expose the cult for what they were this you know this awful thing and then the story progresses where leah then gets abducted and gets drugged out and you know put through all this kind of torturous experiments and as it turns out she's actually the leader of the cult and this was all a test for her to sort of ascend to the next level. It's like a fight club yeah, yeah. Right. for hippie witches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was definitely thinking of like a, uh, like a 60s L.A. cult kind of thing. Yeah, I'm definitely into that kind of whole idea. Um, a little bit of inspiration from the movie Sound of Your Voice, which is really cool. So... Yeah. It sounds like you guys all get along really well, but have you found that you have uh, a struggle coming together as a music as a musician in a group? Sometimes <laughs> Brooklyn and I have fights. Yeah, Matt, Matt and I butt heads, but we've been playing <laughs> together for what ten years. Yeah, we're like too brotherly to like worry about yeah means anything, you know. Yeah, we definitely push each other's buttons, but we know you know at some point when to back off and when to, you know, sort of apologize. We're all trying for the greater good and we step back and go, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But there's still tension, which I think is good. I think that's healthy for a band. I think Mm -hmm. everybody's ideas should be put into question Mm -hmm. and that helps improve. As long as in the end, what I want to happen happens, then it's all good. We got the memo. <laughs> and Edward and Leah are married. Are married. Yeah. They're married, mm-hmm. two married people to yeah. each other. Yeah. So, so we don't. They fight. have their own yeah. tension, that, yeah. which is not even tension. It's more like cartoons farting out of their butts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. They're, think, they're pretty fun to be around. I think it's pretty normal for most bands to have like moments of uh, frustration with each other, but mm-hmm. it's just like any relationship where you're working creatively. Like people have strong ideas and sometimes they clash or like people don't feel like they're being heard or whatever it is. People have a hard day and ultimately like we have more fun than not. And so we keep doing it. I think we're mature enough to sort of like set that aside. We're also all adults in long term relationships. So we're like, no, this is all right. (laughs) We can handle it. (laughs) Well, and I think we communicate well. Yeah. Like, we're not afraid to be like, hey, you know what? You fucking hurt my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we, we talk. And it's yeah. not like anybody's closing anybody else off. Right. The resentment right. isn't building and we're like, 
we need yeah. to someday. We're not like Metallica where we need to hire uh, a like a therapist <laughs> <laughs> to help us talk uh, yeah, about anyway, our feelings. Yeah, there's, there's not enough money for us to be a therapist. No, no. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we're too poor. We have to just work it out ourselves. We don't do enough Coke and Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> someday. But if that's what it takes, you know, yeah. we're willing to try. <laughs> <Yeah>. to try. <laughs> and now, has there ever been any moment when you doubted yourself or the band or questioned your decision to write music? All the time. Yeah. yeah. Which moment? Which <laughs> do you want? <laughs> well, I guess. I guess what brings that feeling on for you? Creating stuff is real, like self-reflective, and then yeah. you got the whole group dynamic, and you're like. Is it good enough? Are they listening to me? Is this going to work? And where are we going? And these kind of things, like, probably for all of us, come through the through the mix every so often. And Yeah. But, you know, I think we have to sort of, like, faith in each other to, mm-hmm. to that it's all going to be okay. Because when someone's down, the other person's up, and they're going to pull us through it. You know? Yeah. And, it, you know, it's, like, even a weekly thing. Like, we all have full-time jobs. and Yeah. Just putting in the effort, like it takes a lot of work and money to practice regularly and have gear and be in a band and prepare for a show and record an album and do all the things that bands do. And so it takes a lot of commitment. And if you're not feeling 100%, it could be tiring. But then like you get to practice and you do the thing and it's so rewarding and it's so fun. It reminds you like, oh, Right. I, I was just right. being a little bitch. <laughs> now I'm here doing it, and it's just, like, super fun. Yeah, you're and like, I, and I love oh, I forgot it. how lucky I am to be, like, doing this. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. That's a, good, that's a good, I, good way to put it. I mean, it's, it's okay. yeah, I feel very fortunate. Yeah, I mean, I've been going through a massive dry spell right now as far as writing. But, you know, I listen to our old music and I listen to the CDs that we've put out. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty fortunate. I'm pretty fortunate to be making this. Being able to do yeah, this yeah. with these awesome people. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, I know I've really uh, enjoyed your stuff since I discovered it, which I actually discovered through doing art shows. Uh, I was talking to somebody and they're like, have you heard this band? And I was like, actually, not yet. <laughs> and I looked it up. And Someone like, knows wow. us? That's cool. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing to hear. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So it was, it was pretty cool. I was, I was pretty excited to find you guys. And I, I've been discovering a lot of stuff since I've been doing shows and things like that. Um, uh, yeah. So if you ever need a soundtrack for, you know, a uh, performance art piece or something, you know, we're here for you. Oh, sure. Very cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind. So yeah, yeah I'm hoping to do this show like seasonally. So I, I might actually, uh, if I have time to prepare, I might actually have you you soundtrack an episode or something like that. I Ooh, think that'd that, be fun. I, awesome. Personally, I, I sort of say that as a quip, but I really mean I've always felt like with our we're all sort of pretty artistic type people. Yeah. And Berkeley's stuff is definitely like pretty like dreamy artsy. So mm-hmm. we our genre would be better for mixed in with art if there's a bigger scenario versus like here's that band song it's like here's that band song accompanied with this light show and these painted up people or whatever yeah 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 Yeah. i think that's more like a better use of our stuff (laughs) we got more than yeah we do we have we have a lot actually we're ready and we'd give you we'd give you a discount on the on the songs (laughs) (laughs) that's great Scholar agent. Uh, yeah. Let's get an agent, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, what components, in your opinion, 
make an artist stand out from the crowd? I think it depends on the context. Mm -hmm. I know for me and Edward, we we go to a lot of like live shows. And so there's definitely, as a viewer of, of that, there's like a charismatic quality to a, like a performance. And there's some people that stand out more than others. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that they have this ability to put on a show regardless of like who's in the crowd or where it is. And they just fucking bring it every time. Yeah. Um, and I admire that in people. Um, Even if there's like, yeah, crowd, yeah, you know, they're just like, it. they just sell it, you know, and yeah. you could tell that they, they care about, about their own performance so much. They've practiced and this is like not necessarily an act, but like how they really are. They just like shine. Um, I, I think that's part of it, but then also, you know, there's a difference when you're listening to a recording and there's like somebody who can write a great lyric or can tell a story in a way that makes you see a picture in your mind, you know, and, and, and that's, that's very different. So to me, it kind of, it kind of depends on like where I am as the audience to determine that i'm gonna wholeheartedly agree with what you just said because that performance bringing it yeah just totally 100 percent. because some people know. i listen to their album and it's not that great and i see them live and i'm like holy crap that was amazing yeah you <laughs> watch them do that with like their whole heart and yeah it's like, you are a god yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're on stage and the lights are yeah, shining. Yeah. Got on their outfit. Should all, everybody should do yeah. it that way, right? Yeah, like, mm -hmm. I, I they inspire me for out. sure. They they inspire me to try harder. We try to bring it. Yeah, we do. We yeah. do try and bring it. We well, bring and it. And there's, there's <laughs> such a fine line for me anyway between you know a great theatrical show and just complete artifice. Yeah. And as soon as I get that first twinge of you know they're just doing this to do this, following the I'm just like. Yeah, whatever. You got, yeah, I'm, I'm not interested it's anymore. It's boring. Yeah. So when somebody is able to, I don't know, just off the top of my head, if you go see an Elvez show, right? I mean, that guy is just theatrical beyond belief and amazing, but he fucking sells it. And, and he's always got great fans, and it's just, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. So it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, but... That's that thing, man. That's that's, but that's what matters. That's the thing that right. matters. And, and he works on it, and you can tell he cares. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, heart's in it. Mm -hmm. It's all started with yeah. it's all looking, entertainment. We're looking for the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some, some ratio of like surprise and satisfaction that I think an artist needs to achieve where they're surprising you enough for your taste, but satisfying enough that you're not like, you get it at least, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that's what I look for a lot of the times. Because mm -hmm. if, yeah. if there isn't enough surprise, then I don't care how satisfying it is. That's mm -hmm. just pop music. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're trying. They're trying to. They're trying to do something. Yeah. It's yeah. not just. Are you, not are you taking all notes pop for this later, music Leah? is bad. <laughs> so when you brought up pop music, it made me wonder in my head. Um, are there any trends in pop? Because you you spoke about it with a little bit of disdain. <laughs> I had to notice. <laughs> Um, are there any trends in popular music that you're noticing at the moment that you'd like to see changed yes. or expounded upon? Or oh, never mind. I was thinking about things we do like. Oh, yeah. things you do like. Oh, like yeah, no. Yeah. Like Janelle Monae. Okay. And Annie Clark, same concept. This, these are popular bands. Mm -hmm. They're like he's he's over. Everyone's over here like saying like, no, that's not pop. <laughs> it, is, it is, but it has, that's what I'm saying. It has that element of like surprise and like. But is it popular it's, music? It's like it's satisfying, fine. but it's also it's like a little bit scary. It's like what the hell's going on? What are they doing? And it's cool. It has that it has that same element that like you know somebody like Pink Floyd would have or 
or whatever band, you know, that, that, that you think is like interesting and, and bizarre and charismatic, but you also have to have like some element of pop satisfaction, I guess. I guess the thing that we would like to see change is... Um, More people come to our shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, in pop music though in general that sometimes, and I agree with Edward, it sounds not like a commercial because it's in a commercial, but it sounds like a commercial because it sounds exact. It's formulaic in the same yeah. way that a, com- a music used in a commercial mm-hmm. sounds. So it's just like very predictable. It almost yeah. sounds like a lullaby or like a ch- like children's music. Children. And not that children's music is bad, but I we are a little well, like the idea is you we're too old for next. children's music because <laughs> we're not children <laughs> like, we're gonna row our boat again this next verse you know? uh, yeah <laughs> and then we'll sing all together about how we're gonna row our boat yeah, yeah. it's just a little boring mm-hmm. and i know it's not a new thing but if if there was one thing i could get rid of it would be auto-tune mm-hmm. it just it drives me up yeah. the fucking wall and it just it's become so like overused and abused to the point where it's just like i can't even tell I, I need a little bit of human touchstone in the music. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just, I don't, I honestly, I don't listen to a lot of, I don't listen to any pop music that's mm-hmm. going on right now, um, unless somebody happens to play something for me. But it just, it just seems almost 90% of the time I'm just automatically turned off because there's no, there's no organic no quality to it. To it. Well, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, maybe there is for the right people, but pop music's built for, for, the youth and we're not the youth anymore. Or, you I don't know. know. There, I mean, maybe I'm, uh, I'm in a pop, band and uh i have a little more patience i think in yeah, general but you guys are good yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, interestingly, the music's yeah. actually interesting it's actually like it's it's Leah's in another band. they're all being I'm really nice to me no, it's, it's, the music's actually very complex try and figure out what yeah song. actually it's really hard well, um well, well, but i mean we're indie you. pop but uh i'm just talking like gen- like radio top you know 100 mm-hmm. billboard church, hits billboard, yeah. like i'll listen to beyonce i will I'll listen to it. If sure. somebody puts it on, I I won't go away. But <laughs> I just love her. She's so might, Sasha know. Fierce. Like, sign me up. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be part of that. I, can, I, I just even, I can't help it. I love I have no her. problem. I respect some of these people definitely hugely. Like, cause they're they got some of these people are genuinely skilled and they got the craft, the creativeness, and the way to, the the yeah. ability to make songs. So I, I appreciate that. You know. There, there are some things that are boring and predictable about it, though. Mm-hmm. I get it. it. To me, it's sort of like eating potato chips. Like, you know, they're not good for you, but, like, they're kind of fun. Hey. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm not going to... I'm not going to harsh on anybody's buzz too yeah. hard. I mean, it's just right. like you listen to what you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. And if you just, you know, if you just want something that's in the background that, you know, is going to help you get through your day, then that's fucking cool. That's all right. Ultimately, we, yeah. we love music and we like music fans. So if people love music, we like what they like. I think we all, all agree, like, we respect other people's opinion. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let, let everybody find what they like and go with it. Yeah, yeah, until yeah, until I hear like you know some hateful misogynistic. Oh racist, yeah, no, we're yeah, we're not I mean, into it. We're not into that. Kind of no, no, I I find it really interesting what you said about auto tune. Um, I I noticed it a lot actually when American Idol first started coming out when I was younger. Yep. Um, and I feel like, uh, you know, people who have those really strange, unique voices, like say a Marianne Faithful or mm-hmm. uh, Stevie Nicks or something. Yeah. yeah. You're never going to hear that again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, it's gone. So I want to, I want to hear, I want to hear the human aspect of it. I want to hear the mistakes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't 
you know, I don't know, there's like some ancient proverb about how, you know, these Persian rugs are always incorporated with a couple little mistakes because nothing can be perfect. Is that why you don't practice your guitar very much? And that's why I don't practice my guitar very much. (laughs) (laughs) I was was listening to um, television and I'm thinking like, what's television without Tom Verlaine like warbling his his voice out? I mean, it's not, he's not some, you know, amazing, like, I don't know, whatever classic singer, but he's interesting and he's Mm -hmm. making... It's a great voice. Like artistic mistakes, and it's great. I mean, you know, it's like it's, it's identifiable. Yeah, it's, 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 it's good. That, that's kind of what I don't like about what's going on in pop music right now is I feel like it's everybody's trying to sound like each other, and I feel like I'm hearing the same song over and over again. There's no personality. Right. Well, yeah. I the mean, expression is where it's at, you know? Like, I guess you could tell that uh, the Harpy Trail does not autocorrect our <laughs> vocals. Well, <laughs> I mean, there was exactly. one moment. Did we ever tell you that we did that to you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm par- Don't tell her which song. I've been shared. <laughs> I've, I mean, there it's was... not like share. I mean, the C H E R. Yeah, let's be clear about it. I'm trying to even think of what song it was. Um, but it was on Solon Carcosa, mm-hmm. it was like and we were going through the mixing process. And there and, was a funky one. It was like a one you were just thing. a little bit off, uh-huh. and I was, like, I was like, nice. Ian, you don't, Ian you don't have to tell everybody about <laughs> one note on one song on <laughs> one album. I'm like, we don't correct, and like, oh, except for that one note on that one time. I just can't remember that if we had ever told you or not. I don't know. Maybe Sorry. you did, and I was like, please just do it to the Maybe whole we do song. Need a third. <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, what you hear is what actually came out of our mouths. Hmm. Yeah, life is perfect. Do you believe in love? It was very good, actually. It's a fine sharing person, I think. Now, is there any event that you could foresee that would make you leave music altogether, and why or why not? No. The apocalypse. Oh, that, that's, that would yeah. fire me up more. <laughs> Dismember no, me? No, I can't. See, I can't see it. What? Yeah, for me, like, for me, honestly, like, I'm if dead I, like, lost like, both of my hands, yeah. that would be you an event. Yeah, it would have to be a functional... Okay, yeah, I could still sing. I could that's sing. Sure, you could still do that. I would I, still make music if I was deaf. Yeah. You'd be like, thump, thump, thump. <laughs> It'd be really bass heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I think, I don't know, I'm pretty sure we all, well, I don't know, but Tell me if, if I'm wrong, but you're wrong. This good enough. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> it's therapy for for me. Yeah. Like yeah. keeps me sane. You know, life's yeah. man- maniacal and aggravating, and playing music just takes that all away. It makes me feel like a real person again. Nice. I agree. Yeah. I, look, I look forward to every minute in this band, actually. Aww. Even even when we're having a crap practice, it's still better than like ninety percent of what I I feel like I try to deal with. You know, during yeah. the day. Yeah, because you're doing something creative and inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like it's it's like I'm uh, you know I'm living in the moment for 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 a minute you know mm-hmm. when we're playing music I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just right mm-hmm. there and nothing else exists. And how is that not like the essence of life, living <laughs> in the moment, right? That's that's the zen. That's the thing. That's the zen shit right there, baby. Well, I think I mean I know for myself when I'm going through conflict, I have a hard time writing. And it's not until after that, you know, the, mm-hmm. the floodgates start opening. So I'm just sort of blaming my recent, you know, walk in the desert 
um, the fucking Cheeto that we have as president because <laughs> it's just it's messing with me and mm-hmm. it's messing with people I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, me in more of a exis- existential state, whereas you know people I know, it's actually affecting them and in a really bad way. And so I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm hoping to write again soon, but. I was hoping for some right now. Rock. I'm just yeah. Right now, I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. I'm distilled too much in shock. So that's the only thing that you know, I get stops that. me from writing. I get that too. I I had a, a couple uh, people in my family die, and it definitely changed my writing. Like mm-hmm. it definitely put a pause on everything. Um, so, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I still play. It's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. It it's uh your work sort of evolves with life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Yeah. But getting pissed is kind of a good uh good <laughs> river to jump into for music, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you know, we're not I don't know. I feel like playing drum cuz I'm a I'm the drummer, so mm-hmm. I get to beat things and that really releases <laughs> a lot of tension, you know, and um I'm sure as playing the guitar, it, it does that for you too. But well, for sure, and, and yeah, and I like to rock out really hard with the with the best of them. We have like 15 minute but, breaks in band practice where we're not even playing our music; we're just freaking yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not. You know, I'm not. Jazz Odyssey. I like I like <laughs> I like writing those kind of songs, but that's sort of what we did in Nautical Disaster, mm-hmm. and I'm more interested in sort of exploring the more kind of you know out there kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do I don't it. know where I was going with that. But... Do what moves you. Do what moves you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Your creation comes from, it produces what it's going to produce, and that's that. So yeah. now, where can people see or listen to your work? Well, as far as listening, um, we've got a, a, a lovely website that Edward set up, theheartbeattrail.com, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Heartbeat Trail band. Sorry, I, I, no, it's I just theheartbeattrail.com. And it's got all a listing of our upcoming shows, which we don't have any of right now. But you know, we're kind of all going on vacations pretty soon, so we we were purposely not planning anything. But it's also got links to our Bandcamp website that's got all of the all of our music on there. And Facebook, normally yeah. you can find us at Black Cat. Yeah, <laughs> in, they seem, yeah, they seem in, to want us all City time. Heights in San Diego, which is a lovely bar, and that's a wonderful yeah. bar owner and. Always takes care of the band. Yeah, we. It takes care of the band. It takes care of the bands. And and we have we have an excellent video on YouTube. Yes, that oh, Edward, Edward made us Edward last made year about a year ago. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's <laughs> called Again and Again and Again, and it's it all turned, filmed it, with an iPhone and ma- its majesty. It turned it out look like so it. much better than I could have ever. Oh, so much, it was so much fun doing the. Doing that video. This was all yeah, Edward's we, baby. We all we did it all at Matt's house. Yeah, we did it right here where we're sitting it. right now. Yeah. Some of it, yeah. And then Edward up to the lake and the machete and the yeah. Yeah, it's kind of our riff on uh, Friday the Thirteenth. So yeah. yeah. Well, the song's uh, dedicated to Jason Voorhees, so that so, makes yeah. sense. Aww. Aww. <laughs> 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 oh, he's a very precious part of my childhood. You know. Uh, precious, I know. I am such right. a huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth. Have you signed the petition to keep uh, the statue in Lake Pleasant? No. Yeah, there's a statue of Jason Voorhees at the bottom of Lake uh, Pleasant. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're trying to take it out. And everybody's signing a petition to keep it. And I'll try to send you the link. So. Please. Why, why would they take it out? 
Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, group vacation. I mean, it can only get know, better. Right? I mean, like collecting algae. Yeah. And it's just getting better. Fish having babies. Yeah, art that's and <laughs> processing itself to get better things. And someday he's going to rise up from the depths. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> he needs some algae to like nourish himself, for God's sakes. I'm hungry. <laughs> just hope I don't run into him in Manhattan. <laughs> of course. Oh, I mean, you'd notice him. Manhattan. <laughs> How did he get there? <laughs> Sewers. Cool. Right, yeah, right. On, no problem. Head. He's a freaking Forrest Gump. Camp counselor out here. So, real quick, last question. If you guys could give me a pitch, if I was deciding whether or not to sign your band, if I was a producer... Give me a pitch for what I can expect and what I can see and what you're going to bring to the table for me. Well, I'm going to go for an A minor. Uh, <laughs> more of a B flat. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. oh, wait. That was a... Or that together. Was a G. <laughs> uh, oh, that's nice. Did those actually, pitches work? Actually, I was going to say our... Amazing harmonies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need to say it, did you? Yeah. Right there. Proven. Yeah, we've been yeah, hard right here. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think uh, like a third. High, a fifth is nice too. High energy, uh, great Creative. harmonies. Ready to explore the nether regions of all dimensions. Sure. Yeah. And, and lovable. <laughs> Yeah, and very, lovable. Totally. We're, we're super cute. Oh, we're yeah. like, we're <laughs> <laughs> really talking about Edward. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I made him come. Uh, yeah, no, but really, though, like, we're great. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why do you need to know? I mean, about? honestly, we are. We're, okay, we are. We're pretty great. We're pretty we're, great. Yeah. I think we're pretty yeah. That's why we need to hire a PR we, we have, person. We have good have taste, a... and trust us, we know good and we know bad, and we're we're pretty good. We're pretty good. Yeah. yeah we're gonna need someone to write this. Nobody, need so, a, nobody cares. Hire we don't a, actually care if yeah. you care, but that's a bad pitch. Let's see. That's a really bad pitch. You need to work on <laughs> we that. We don't care if you care. We're great. We care about it. We care. We care. We don't care if you care. <laughs> Okay, start over. Can we try the A minor again? <laughs> that pitch is better. Yeah, I just said let's go sure. with that one. You know what always works? Your parents are going to hate us. Oh, oh hey. Yeah. We're talking marketing here. Ed, you're so savvy. Nice. Marty. <laughs> yeah. we'll get what three is that garbage? It's the heartbeat trail. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw that out. Oh, I want a bunch of satanic drug users yeah yeah we like homosexuals yeah, we like drugs like equal rights oh no <laughs> what next interspecies marriage oh. <laughs> I'm for it <laughs> no we, we do advocate that on a couple episodes of Creeping Wave actually there you go yeah. So with Sasquatches, we're meant so. to be. Hey, okay, nice. we're we're all right with that. I mean, we play Mass Effect. There you go. We've had interspecies relationships. <laughs> yeah. All good. Oh, How have I not written a song about Sasquatch? I don't know. No, gone squatching. That's it. Here's your new. <laughs> take you out of the drought. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sasquatch <laughs> crushes Cheeto. Cheeto bandito. Our new concept album, her suit. Her suit. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, oh, right. Sorry we bored you so much. No, you didn't bore me at all. I was exciting. <laughs> I, I really love doing this because I, I love getting to know uh, new people and, and hear what makes them tick and what inspires them. Is I, I'm really just sort of returning to the art scene after kind of a long hiatus. And so it's really fun for me to hear what drives people and what gets other people going. Because I, I think everybody who's an artist or something has those days where they just lay in bed and staring at the mm-hmm. ceiling and they're just like, yeah, can't, can't get up today. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's, it's good to hear from other people, like what, what gets you there, what drives you and yeah, didn't bore me at all. Very excited to uh, hear from you guys. Thank you so much for this interview. Um, Thank and you. I'm really looking forward to debuting this episode. So I am, Yay. yeah, I'm going to just check the recording now. Uh, make sure that it took. <laughs> Oh, well, I forgot have to, to press your card. It looks like our recorder is still going. Oh, hey, everybody. It's uh, me now. And uh, I just wanted to pop in here to thank you so much for listening to the show and uh, listening to the interview. Uh, we got the Heartbeat Trail on this episode, and they were amazing. And I hope you guys will check out their music and uh, all their shows if you're in the area. Um, also, I got a, a friend here. Say hi. Hello. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, of course, weirdly, the voice of Mr. Scratch. He lives with me, oddly enough. Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> yeah. And I never let you forget it. No, you're always there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But uh, it really means a lot to us that you're listening to the show because I, I work really hard on it. And um, anyway... So we'd really love if you followed us on social media and let us know what you're thinking. Uh, we got all the social media sites that one might need. And you can always just go ahead and uh, find those links by uh, checking out that description box below. Um, also, we do have a Patreon, so if you want to help us out, help support the show, uh, even $1 donation uh, helps us a lot. It's, uh, it really means a lot to us. It helps us kind of keep us going, right? It sure does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the sloth says so. No, people don't know about the sloth. Well, <laughs> you can't, you can't just interject a new character. At the end. Well, he's not in the show. No, I know you can't. He's in the apartment. We have to record this all over again. Why? Because <laughs> you ruined everything. No, I did. No, I did. Trust me. <laughs> we have to record it now. So. For those of you who don't know, I, I do have a, a stuffed sloth that uh, hangs out with me when I'm editing. Um, and uh, it's, it's stuffed in that it's a stuffed animal, not like it's taxidermed, because that would be kind of awkward. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, I'll go ahead and post a picture online. And um, if you listened to this part of the show, you just go ahead and leave a comment and uh, let us know your opinion of sloths. You see, the, the sloth is my spirit animal. Uh, it, it is a noble creature. And, um, yeah. So, <laughs> so that this is going to be like the proof that you listened all the way to the very end is that you will know of the sloth. Okay, guys. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>